We are back with another episode of Eve Miss. I'm so happy to be sitting down and recording with you guys again. It's been, it's like crazy because it's only been, what, like five days, I think, of not recording. And it's felt so weird to not record. And it's like, okay, five days, it's like whatever. Because before Eve Miss, I was recording once a week. So like this was a normal thing for me. But when Eve Miss had started, I was so used to having it in my daily routine to record or just planned out for myself. So it's so weird to kind of be at a point where there it's like there was too long for me to not record. So it felt super, super weird to be at that point. But I'm very excited to sit down here and talk with you guys today. I feel very grateful that I'm back on my health. My voice, as you guys will hear, I don't know if you guys hear it now or you're going to hear it a little bit later, is still a little bit congested. If I talk for a long time, it'll still sound congested, but my throat doesn't hurt anymore. I don't have a cough. Like I don't have anything like that. I feel much, much better. Just little signs of congestion. But other than that, I'm totally okay. I had a very wild morning this morning and I wanted to tell you guys about it because it was insane. So basically, I woke up this morning at around 9, and for school, you have to take a COVID test every single week, especially now that cases are rising. It's like you have to take that COVID test every week. And so I had to take the test at 10, but I had an exam that I had to take at home at 11 a.m. Like It was at home on my computer, and it was an at-home exam that I had to take online. And so I had to take my COVID test at 10. So I had to drive to campus to take my COVID test. And then I had to be home by 11. But campus is about 25 minutes away from me. So it's like I know if I went there at 10, I would have made it back home by like 1040 or something. And I would have been even earlier, but I would have been perfectly fine. I would have been home at like 1020. So I would have been perfectly fine before my exam. So in the morning, I'm like, getting ready to go outside. And I see my mom started my car for me because it was behind my car. And she goes, the keys are in the car. And I was like, okay, perfect. Or she thought I had the keys with me or like it was just like a miscommunication with the keys. And so I drove all the way to campus. My car didn't tell me anything. And I get to campus and I'm getting ready to find the keys so I can lock the door. And of course, there's no key in the car. So there's no key in the car. And I'm like, uh, now what do I do? There's no key in here. I can't lock the door. So I'm like, wait, how did it drive all the way here? Like I'm scared. So I turn my car off to like double check that there's no key and that I'm just maybe not finding it. So I turn my car off. I go to turn back on. It's like, yeah, there's no key found. So now I'm stuck on campus with no way to get home and take my exam. I ended up emailing my professor and figuring it out and being able to take the exam a little bit later. But in that moment of being stuck on campus, I just was freaking out so, so much like just crying, having such a bad panic attack about my exam and just really not at a good mental state because I was just freaking out about everything and just the whole situation I was in and freaking out about my exam. And it just like put such a toll on my mental health for a few minutes because I was so stressed out that situation. But you know what? And I ended up working out. And I feel like in moments like that, the reason I'm bringing up the story is because I feel like in moments like that, we have those days or we have those moments or those mornings or whatever it is. And we kind of just keep crying and freaking out about it and panicking and saying, this is going wrong. Now this is going to be bad. Now I'm going to get a bad test grade. Now this is going to go on everything. And it's like, it just makes us spiral and spiral and it doesn't help any situation at all. And then eventually I was like, okay, you actually have to just do something about it. And you can't just be crying about and freaking out. You have to just take control of the situation and fix it for yourself. So that's kind of what I did. And I ended up calling my aunt. She came, brought me the key. I drove home. 
you know, my professor, I had to take the exam a little bit late and took my exam and got a 90 on the exam. So not the best grade, but a good grade. And yeah, I just wanted to share that story because I feel like we all need to remember in those situations, we can cry and scream and pout as much as we want. But at the end of the day, we kind of just have to figure it out and, you know, fight through it and just figure out what what there, like what there has to be done, what we have to do. And yeah, so that's kind of my little morning story that I had to deal with today that I wanted to share with you guys. It's just teach a little bit of a life lesson. But today's episode will be all about feeling stuck. So I got a few messages about people asking me or telling me that they feel stuck, whether they're in high school, they're in college. So today I'm going to be talking about pressure when it comes to work. So the pressure that you feel with work, maybe you're at work, but you don't feel like this is what you love doing and that stresses you out. Maybe you're graduating high school, you don't know where you want to go to college and you feel like everyone's going to dorm and do all these crazy things and you kind of don't have that same opportunity. Maybe you're post-college and you're trying to figure out where you want to work full-time and kind of just feeling stuck when you're in the same routine every single day and you feel like there's no passion in your life, there's no discomfort, you're not stepping out of your comfort zone and just kind of tackle all those different topics. So let's start off with feeling stuck at work. So you work and you work a full-time job, you graduated college. Actually, no, let's start with high school since we'll start from the bottom to the top. So let's say you're in high school and you're trying to kind of figure out where you want to go to college and just try to, I guess, not feel like everyone around you is moving, but you're not. Like not feel like everyone else around you is going to be growing in different ways and that you're going to be at a standstill. So for me, when I was in high school, for some reason, I just did not care or think about college, where I was going to go, what I wanted. I didn't know anything about it. All I wanted to do was graduate high school, but I was for some reason not prioritizing where I would be going to college or what I would be doing, what I would be majoring in, absolutely nothing. Like where would I want, what I want to commute, what I want to dorm. I didn't think of any of these things when I was in high school. And then I ended up my first year at college at a college that I absolutely just did not like. I didn't like Like, I don't want to get into detail. I just did not like it. And so for me, it's like I never prioritized where I wanted to go to school in high school. And it's because I just didn't really have anyone to talk to me about it. I didn't really like know better from anyone else. So that's why I was kind of just confused as to where I wanted to go and what I wanted to do. Because when I was in high school, I didn't think about it. So for me, I feel like when it comes to pressure, when you're in high school, I think it's better to be thinking about it than it is to not be thinking about it. Like I said, I wasn't thinking about it. And that's why for the first, you know, few like months or years of school, I was very unhappy because I didn't know where I wanted to be. I wouldn't sit here and tell you that I'm happy where I am right now. I wish I prioritized, you know, going to school in Boston or something or doing something a little bit more different than what I did. I feel like I should have used these years more to grow and experience things out of my comfort zone. And I feel like I didn't do that. And I just took your average commute to school and and all of that. And I feel like I could have taken a better opportunity somewhere else. But at the same time, I don't want to dwell on my past. So if you're in high school and you're listening to this, I think that you should take college in any way that you can to grow. And if you're in college and you're listening to this and you're like, I'm on the same page as you, I don't think we should get down on ourselves because I there's so many more opportunities, whether it's studying abroad or like working full-time in a different city for a year or something. There's so many different opportunities that you can face. But like I was saying, getting back to, you know, being in high school and feeling pressure, like 
let's say all of your friends are going to be dorming at, at Florida or Arizona or, you know, these like sorority frat party houses and you're not allowed to do that. Your parents are more traditional because I know a few of my audience is kind of in that same boat. Let's say your parents are more traditional and they don't want you dorming. You're not allowed to dorm and you kind of have no choice but to go to a commuting school. And so when you go to a commuting school, you want to choose somewhere that's not too far from your house. So you don't have to deal with annoying commute. I went to city school for a year. And honestly, I loved being at a city school. I really did love it being in New York, but you know, there's pros and cons to it. So I'll talk a little bit about my experience there. I went to Pace University, which is a school in New York. And I remember Pace. So I always wanted to go to Fordham or Pace. Fordham I never applied to because I was always scared I wouldn't get in. And that's one of my biggest regrets too, is never applying. Um, But I just like didn't think I was going to get in. So I never did. But for Pace, I really loved Pace because of the location. It's in Tribeca, Soho area is my favorite area of New York. Fordham has like, um, Fordham has a cute area too, but Pace had Tribeca, Soho area. And that's my favorite area of New York. And I felt like Pace was just going to be a better fit for me. And so I applied to Pace. I got into Pace and I commuted to school. So I commuted to school in the city with trains and subways. You know, it it costs money to obviously take the train, pay for your Metro card, everything like that. It costs money. It's about like $10 a day, I would say, maybe a little bit, maybe like $15 a day for train and, and everything, the subway together. But you walk everywhere else besides that. But then also when you're going to school in the city, you're paying so much money. So I never minded the commute because I got to do homework on the train. And I kind of just liked being in that little rush and taking that experience of New York by commuting. But at the same time, I felt like I do love driving as well. Like I do love being in the car driving and being in control of my commute and everything. But also at the same time, the commute didn't bother me. If you're listening to this, it took me an hour and a half either an hour and 15 or an hour and a half to get into the city. It doesn't feel that way because you're like on the go, whether you're switching trains, switching subways, walking, whatever it is. But it took me about an hour and a half to get into the city for school. And when I was in the city for school, I liked it. But the thing with commuting is that it's kind of hard to make friends when you're commuting because people would ask me to hang out, right? Because when you're commuting, I went to school three days out of the week and then the other two days out of the week I was working, but I was working near my hometown. So it's not like it was something I could do in the city. It's something where I have to make sure I make my train so I sleep at a regular time and have can go to work in the morning. So making friends was a little bit tough because you could have class friends and you could talk to people here and there. But when people ask you to go out, when they when they tell you like, hey, let's go out and get drinks after this class. And you're like, I can't. I have to make this train. I have to commute back home. And, you know, all these things. Obviously, yes, you can Uber. But for me, I didn't really love that situation. And you have all your school stuff with you. You don't have like your dress up stuff with you and you're not. You know, it, it's, that's why it's kind of difficult to just make friends with people, in my opinion. I think if you really want to, you will. But for me, it was kind of harder to make friends because I was commuting. When I was when I go to school to in-state schools, it's very easy for me to make friends because I live close to everyone. So whenever I'm in state school, I have like a group of friends at school. But when I was going to school at Pace, I didn't really have that because of how far I was from everyone. So that was like a different type of experience for me, which kind of made me resent it a little bit and kind of made me dislike it because I knew the experience of having friends in college and then I knew the experience of not having friends in college and it is a big difference. Being Going to school in New York was a very independent experience for me. I learned how to commute on my own. I walked around all my, by myself all the time. I discovered new places by myself. I discovered the campus all around the city 
went like ate lunch alone, which was something I never did before until I started going to school in New York. These little things that I was doing were just really helping me gain my independence and make me step out of my comfort zone. However, when the pandemic hit and we were stuck in quarantine, the amount that I was paying to go to for a city school was just not making sense because it was quadruple, quadruple what I was paying for in-state school. And it was during COVID. So I wasn't even having my in like my New York City advantages. Like I go to New York City so I can go there and I can go to networking events and have these career fairs and meet up with all these people through networking. And I lost all of that. And after I lost all of that, it was just not worth it for me to go to school in the city anymore because of that. And so once I kind of lost all my advantages of going to school in the city, I transferred out because of how expensive it was and how much student loan debt I would be in. And it wouldn't even be worth it because I wouldn't be getting my perks. So that's when I transferred to the school I go to now, which is an in-state school that I commute to about 25, 30 minutes away from my house. And I'm not like I'm content here. I'm not happy here, but I'm not sad here. I'm content. It's like, it is what it is. I have one more, I have this semester and then next year left and then I'm done with college. And part of that is a little bit of a sad thought for me because part of me likes being in school. Like I do kind of enjoy it, but at the same time, I don't like being in school and I feel like I'm kind of limited to my potential right now and that there's so much that I can do once I graduate. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. That's the boat that I'm in. And so it's a little bit difficult to make a firm decision on do I like being in school or not. But at the end of the day, we all have to grow out of it and step into different parts of our life. But that's kind of like my college story a little bit. Just so you guys know, I transferred that many times. I know it's insane, but it also like it is what it is. Um, And so, yeah, my when I graduated high school, I had that crazy college experience. So if you're in high school and you're thinking to yourself, I have to go to this one place and that's it, you're wrong. You Like the first school you go to isn't the school you're going to be at forever. Let's say you went to your first school because you didn't know what you wanted to do yet. And you were like, let me just go to this school because it's cheap and it's near my house. So I'll save money and I'll figure out what I want to do. Let's say you do that and you're also working while you're in school and kind of trying to figure out where you want to be, what field you want to be in. And let's say after your first year, you still don't know. You take a second year at that in-state school with your easy commute and your cheap student loans because student loan debt is not fun. So you have that cheap tuition. You have your close commute to school and you're kind of just figuring everything out. That is much better than just forcing yourself to go somewhere that you want to go and not knowing what you want to do because you're going to be saving so much money and saving a commute. So I highly recommend maybe going somewhere in-state and commuting, even if it's just for two years. Let's say you do it for two years, and after the second year, you're like, okay, I'm ready to dorm in New York. You you could go to school for two years at an in-state school and then transfer to another school for two years. The only thing is be careful with credits because you don't want to end up having to take an extra year. I also think studying abroad is a great opportunity. I've never done it, but I want to do it and I've seen people do it. So I feel like that's a really, really good opportunity for people to take as well if you want to step out of your comfort zone, but also want to kind of do it while you're in college before working full time. So I just don't think there's any pressure that has to be felt when you're in high school because you kind of just have to remember you don't have to stay at that one place forever. You know, that might be the place you want to go to at first, but you can change your mind. You have the freedom to change your mind and you have the freedom to have different opinions and want to be somewhere else. You're going to change as a person. The person you are in high school versus the person you're going to be right when you graduate is going to be completely different people let alone the person you're going to be two years after you graduate. I don't even recognize the person I was in high school. So you do change and you're going to want different things, a different lifestyle, just a different way of life in general. 
So just take off all the pressure that you have of feeling kind of scared that you're going to make the wrong choice because it's never too late to change your mind. Now, if you're in college, the same thing kind of applies to you when we think of where we want to work full time. It's the same thing as graduating high school and figuring out where we want to go to college. It's the same thing when we're graduating college, figuring out where we want to work full time. It's just the cycle of school and work. And so it's the same thing. You don't have to have that first job you have out of college does not mean that has to be the job that you take your whole life. You know, that could be the first job you take. And then after that, maybe you, maybe you realize you don't even want to be in that field and you get a job somewhere else. Like I've seen people who graduate with degrees and work in something completely different. Like you figure out what you want. We're growing every single day. We're put in different situations every single day. There's no limit to our potential and there's no kind of stop to our comfort zones. And that's something that we just have to think about and appreciate that life is built that way because you can change your mind. And we do have freedom and opportunity ahead of us, which is such an amazing thing to look forward to. So I think we just need, I think the reason we put pressure is because we see other people who know what they want to do. And we're like, wow, that person has it really figured out. Like they know what they're doing in life. And I don't know, but you don't know what's going through that person's mind. Maybe that person is working a job that they hate, but they're just getting through it to pay the bills. And they're trying to figure out something else they want to do. Everyone's journey is so different. And Another reason we feel pressure is because we think there's a certain timeline and timestamp of when and where we have to do everything. Like we think to ourselves, okay, I have to graduate by 22. I have to be married by 25 and I have to have my first kid before I'm 30. Like we make these like imaginary timelines in our mind and it's kind of puts so much pressure because we think we have to do all these things at once and do everything in a rush. And that just takes the fun out of life and it takes like the unexpected out of everything, which makes life so much less exciting. So I feel like when I was younger, I kind of had a plan like that where I was like, I want to be rich by this age and have my full-time job by this age and da 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 And then I ended up having to take an extra year of school. So it's like, where did that where did that expectation get me? Absolutely nowhere. So that's something that I think is super stressful that people have to think about because we have to stop putting these timelines and these timestamps in our life. Like there is no, you, you can't do that. You know, there's not a specific day that you're going to live to that you know of. You have no no idea what tomorrow holds. And so I honestly think it's dangerous when we create these timestamps for ourselves. So that's something I think we kind of need to focus on is just there should be no pressure when you're in college trying to work out your your full-time job because at the end of the day, you can change your mind. So now let's say you're working And you're working a corporate job, but you see your best friend or another friend making a lot more money than you, maybe on the outside seems more successful to you. You need to figure out what does success mean to you? Is success money? Is success job title slash slash position? Is success your happiness and your health? What is success to you? I think we have this idea that success means, oh, she's working a job where she's making six figures. Like she's successful. But what if she's working that job and she hates her job? Is she still successful? Like what if she's completely miserable at her job, but she's she's making great money, but she's miserable at her job? Does that make her successful? It might make her successful in the company. Does it make it successful? Does it make her successful in life? I would say no. Like my answer would say no, unless I'm if I'm happy doing what I love doing, which is this podcast right now, I'm successful. I don't say this podcast is successful because it was on charts or got accomplishments or, you know, is like is just doing well financially or whatever. Like that's not why I say this podcast is successful. I say this podcast is successful because it's something I love doing that I receive good feedback about. If I did this podcast, right, and let's say tomorrow I woke up and decided I didn't like podcasting anymore, 
at the end of the day, if you love what you're doing, you're successful. Even if it's making you half of what you should be making or half of what your friends are making, if you're doing it and it makes you happy, you're successful. You're successful in life because you made yourself happy doing something you love. And that is the most important thing at the end of the day. And that remembering that, in my opinion, is how we take this pressure off of our lives because there's no pressure to meet a certain salary. We create those things in our own mind. So when you're in these situations, you really just have to sit back with yourself and realize that you're creating this false reality in your head and these false expectations and standards that you think you need to have and that you think you need to reach. But who's telling you to reach those standards? No one. And if they are telling you to reach their standards, they need to focus on their own path and be in their own zone and focus on themselves. They shouldn't be focused on someone else's journey. So that's kind of my advice when it comes to work pressure. Um, The last thing I want to talk about is kind of just feeling in the same routine. You know, I talk a lot about routines. As great as I think routines are, you know, having a specific time to sleep and wake up and having certain things you do in the morning, that's amazing because it's going to make your day productive and it's going to have you get things done that you need to get done. And routines for me personally just work very well because I'm someone that if I'm not on a routine and not listing things I have to do and everything, it's very hard for me to get things done that I have to get done. So for me, routines work very, very well. Um, So something I kind of want to like talk about is being in that routine, but feeling like you're stuck on the same day to day. And I kind of get this way sometimes because in my life, you know, I have days that I go to school. I have days that I go to work. I have a specific time I go to the gym. You know, I have all these specific things that I have in my life that keep me on routine. But sometimes I'm like, where's the excitement in that? You know, like I'm happy that I'm getting things done, but why does it feel like every single week I'm just waiting for the weekend? Like that's not like that's not a good feeling. You're like every week is the same. Every week I go to work this day. I go to school this day. I go to the gym at this time. I eat at this time. And then I just wait for it to be Friday or Saturday or Sunday and then make plans for, you know, those nights. So I think that that can be a little bit not dangerous, but draining because we're doing the same things on routine. And yes, it's amazing to get things done and to be productive. But at the same time, we don't want to tire ourselves out or bore ourselves out of doing the same exact thing. So I feel like as amazing as it is to be in routine, I think there's little things we need to start incorporating, whether it's every single week or, you know, something new every day where we can do something different and not just stay like do our same routines. And some of the things I might say might sound silly, but it's like, having new music on your car ride to work. Like that's something that's so small, but it's something that's going to switch it up a little bit. You know, listening to music you never listened to, listening to a podcast or you've never listened to before, reading a genre of a book that you've never read before, um, watching a movie by yourself at night instead of going to the movies with your friend. Like just adding something exciting. Like, let's say you're like, after work today, I'm going to put on a movie while I eat dinner and clean my room and I'm going to get into bed and eat popcorn and watch a movie. Like That's something I'm going to prioritize doing today. And yes, it's such a small kind of silly thing to add into your routine or taking a different commute to work or taking a different walk into the city to get to your job, having a different meal for lunch. Like Just these little things that sound so like silly and kind of stupid will make a little bit of a difference because you're trying something new. For example, if I go grocery shopping and I try out a new meal, it's like stupid, but it gets me excited a little bit because it's like I'm going to try something new. I'm going to like have the taste of something else. I'm going to prepare something else different. Like that makes it a little bit more exciting. So I think having that is 
it sounds silly to have something so small make a like a difference, but it really, really does make a difference because it's just adding something a little bit different into your routine and it's not making you feel like you're at a standstill. And, you know, routines are great and that doesn't mean your life is boring. You know, you don't always need to have drama in your life for your life to not be boring. There's doesn't always have to be something crazy going on for your life to not seem boring. You know, at the end of the day, I'm not saying boring is good, but routine is good, you know? So I think we sometimes need to appreciate that we're able to have a routine in our in our life and create schedules and plan things out. But at the same time, we also kind of need to just take a step back and realize that if we just keep doing the same things, we're just going to bore ourselves and we don't want to get bored of our jobs or of school or going to the gym. We want to add new things, whether it's a new workout or a new outfit or something new to our routine that's going to make us feel a little bit different that day. So that's kind of my advice when it comes to being in that position of feeling no change in your routine um, and kind of just in general feeling pressure in the workspace. Like I said before, if you feel like, oh my gosh, like I'm doing something I love, but it's not making as much money as someone else, that doesn't make you less successful than them. You know, if you love what you're doing and you're making a life out of it, you're successful. And if you're in a position like the other way around that I, you know, that I was talking about before, if you're in a position where you're making great money, but you're not happy doing what you're doing and that's not your passion and you don't know what your passion is, but you're like, I know this isn't my passion. Like, I just don't know what my passion is. Maybe I don't have one. I truly believe everyone has their own passion, whether they know what it is or not, whether it's traveling or social media or, you know, something you might even do every single day without realizing cooking or drawing or reading or journaling, whatever it is. Those are things that I think are passions that people kind of overlook and they're like a million people have these passions but a million people are also doctors and nurses and and dentists and into and lawyers and into finance and all these things so I think at the end of the day if you feel like there's no passion in your work you need to start searching for something else even if you have to take internships obviously make sure you're taking care of yourself financially or being supported in some way but at the end of the day I think that it's more important that we do something that we love than something to just kind of to get us to pay the bills so that's kind of my advice when it comes to feeling stuck and not knowing what to do after high school or after college. I'm really excited to be back and recording these episodes for you guys. I'm getting back into it. I have a lot of episodes to record today, so I'm going to try to get to as many done as I can. And I will have some out for you this weekend, but I want to thank you guys for being patient with me and thank you guys for all the messages you've been sending me. I said thank you on my Instagram, but I want to tell you guys here too, like the amount of people who have messaged me on Instagram saying, just rest your voice and feel better and come back when you're ready that means so much to me because I was very nervous and anxious about telling you guys, like I have to take a few days off. I lost my voice and my throat's killing me. Um, but I took very good care of myself this past week and I feel much, much better now. And now I'm ready to record some episodes for you guys. So thank you so much for listening to this week's or this day's episode. I will talk to you guys tomorrow and tomorrow's Friday. So it's almost your weekend. Hang in there. If you're in final season, hanging in there, you're going to do great. Tomorrow we're going to be talking about caring about what people think, whether it's friends talking behind our back, social media, some just everything about caring what people think. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow.